Welcome to the Weekly Standards audio podcast, a wrap-up of last night's debate. I'm Michael Graham. Your host with me is the editor and publisher of Weekly Standard, William Crystal. Bill, how you doing? Fine, Michael. How are you? You feel better after last night? I, uh, You know, I'm not a big Mitt Romney fan, as you know. We, you and I were both kind of dragged down the altar on this one, but last night I was preaching hallelujah. It was an impressive performance. Obama was weak, but and that's sort of the media narrative, the mainstream media narrative. But what was equally striking, I would say more striking, honestly, because I expected Obama to be a little weak. Uh, incumbent presidents aren't used to debating, and, and they often have a bad first debate. But it, what was struck me was how strong Romney was, aggressive, uh, very factual, forward-looking. You know, I, I and Steve Hayes, others, you too, have been just urging Romney. It's not enough to make it a referendum on the past four years and on the failures, though those, needs to be, those need to be pointed out. Uh, it needs to be about the next four years and uh, how President Obama's leadership is not going to help the country. In fact, it's going to get worse over the next four years and that Romney has a plan to deal with the next four years. And I thought that he was very effective on. How effective do you think he was in pointing out that the record that people have heard about him, particularly in swing states with lots of money from the Obama campaign, has been, some would say, fundamentally false, other would say blatant lying. I mean, that's that's been hurting Mitt Romney's perception, particularly in states like Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Do you think that he got people to reopen the door and say, I'm going to look at those facts again? I think he did, and I think he did it effectively not by trying to rebut everything that's been in all the ads, but just saying, hey, look, here's what I did in Massachusetts. Uh, here's what I want to do in the tax code. Here's what I want to do when I repeal Obamacare. I do want to keep, I don't want to just throw us all into the, at the mercy of every insurance company and with pre-existing conditions and the like. So I, I thought he was effective. I mean, he combined being somewhat reassuring about what he would do as president, which I think was important for independent swing voters who aren't, you know, 100% on board the conservative agenda, perhaps, but also in sharpening the contrast. He didn't pull his punches and he made clear uh, how damaging four more years of Obama would be. Uh, Bill Crystal, do you remember the Saturday Night Live sketch when it was the George H.W. Bush against uh, uh, Dukakis and the character playing him, Dana Carvey, kept saying, are we done? What, there's more answer? And he, he was reluctant to keep talking because he had nothing to say. I thought of that with President Obama last night. He was like a guy who ran out of lines 30 minutes into his 90-minute set. You know, someone emailed me early on in the debate, a friend, that this reminds me of Bush Dukakis. And I'd say of all the debates I've thought of in the, over the last, you know, 30 years and, and sort of the analogies and comparisons, that's probably not the one I would have thought of ahead of time. But it was a little bit like that with, with George H.W. Bush, not a great debater, uh, and a little bit difficulty like Romney of sort of getting in touch with middle-class America, you might say, <laughs> coming out strong. And also, in, in Dukakis's case, he wasn't, of course, the sitting president, but, right. uh, you know, really just uh, doing terribly, looking uncomfortable. Isn't there, there's also a Saturday Night Sketch, wasn't there one of is it Dukakis thinking to himself, I can't believe I'm yes. losing to this guy? And I, you could see that going through Obama's mind last night. He's not used to, to being, you know, criticized. I mean, he's an incumbent president of kind of pretty much a fawning media. Uh, it, it's, I'm sure his staff is not... Uh, it's not a, you know, for all the, John Kerry did a good job, I was going to say, I think, you know, helping uh, Mitt Romney, that was nice of him to do for his fellow <laughs> state stater, his fellow Massachusetts <laughs> resident, you know, it would be fantastic if Kerry ends up costing the Democrats the White House this time as well, you know, because he must not have done a very good job of playing Romney, so Obama just looked stunned and, and uncomfortable and unhappy. Look, he'll do better next time. He's, you know, they're not going to give up. I think Republicans and conservatives, uh, you know, need to temper now their enthusiasm and realize this was a very good night. It could be an inflection point if the Romney campaign makes it one. 
Uh, but they need to stay on the offensive, and they need to think through what the Obama campaign is going to do to counterattack. Which is exactly what I'm going to ask you now as you look forward. Where do we go from here? I was watching President Obama last night, one step away from saying, stay the course, thousand points of light, four more years. And I'm going, where does, if, he, if he only has negative attacks on Mitt Romney, which apparently is all he has, what does he spend the next 30 days doing then if the gravity that's pulling down his numbers from the economy and from foreign policy in Libya, if he starts feeling that gravity, how does he fight out of it if all he has is, you know, don't vote for Mitt Romney? Well, I think two ways. I think he goes back to don't vote for Mitt Romney, and he says, look, Romney did a good job at the debate, but that was, that was, an, that was a good performance. But now we're going to have, I think the media will help him with this, the mainstream media. Now, let's go fact-check all of that. He said he could make the numbers work, but the numbers don't work on taxes, he, Obama will say. Sure. And here's the truth about uh, Romney carrying Massachusetts, and here's the truth about what he, you know, how much of his tax cut will go to the wealthy, and th- that sort of thing. I, 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 and here's the truth about you know, how he wants to free up the big banks, whatever. I, I think you'll see a lot of media fact-checking and a lot of Obama team encouraging the media to do that as a way of sort of taking the edge off Romney's victory. They can't take away the fact that Romney beat Obama. What they can do is get in voters' minds, if they succeed, sort of the sense of, well, he was impressive that night, but I, I guess some of those facts he used, maybe they weren't really right. That's, I think, the best he can do to undercut Romney's momentum. I was talking to Scott Rasmussen a little while ago, the pollster, who had a, who had a very interesting point. He said, if you look at the numbers, one reason Obama's been pulling ahead in the race a little bit is that if uh, voters' judgment of Obama's uh, management of the economy is now about 43% positive, 46% negative, not great, but that's up eight points over the last month. Right. It was about 35% positive just five weeks ago or so. So he has done a good job of at least getting himself to parody on, is he doing a decent job running the economy? Romney hammered him on that last night. It'll be interesting to see whether that number starts to go back down again. I think that's very important. I mean, Obama's managed to, some, and Clinton really helped him with this at the convention, to sell the notion that the hole was so horrible when he took over. Bush was such an incredible albatross, uh, getting us, digging us out of that. You know, then maybe people have thought, sure. maybe Obama's done an adequate job, even though things aren't great. I think Romney did a pretty good job of disabusing people of that last night. But um, well, well, then see. I want to build it right there. Then so your uh, Mitt Romney calls you up and says, "Bill Crystal, I hate to admit it, but you've been right pretty much all year long. What should I do now? What would you say for him to do? Stay on the offensive, sharp. Keep up with the sharp contrast. Tell your staff to stop. Okay, they sent out the three emails about, hey, look, we won the debate last night. Here, let me quote twenty-six <laughs> people saying we won the debate last night. You get the same emails I get. Yes. Enough. Enough. <laughs> Noon today. No more looking back. All looking forward. Give a foreign policy speech next week. I think give maybe a tax speech or a health care speech next week. Make it now heavy policy, heavy contrast, uh, substantive, you know, serious, hard-charging campaign going forward. No looking back and patting themselves on the back. One last thing, because you and I talked about the uh, the thrill. I mean, there were a lot of Chris Matthews on the right last night with legs tingling. And let's face it, Bill Crystal, if you're a, uh, if you are either a fan of Mitt Romney, or you just want the Obama presidency to end. You haven't had a lot to cheer in the past five weeks. Did the troops? Did the ground game, evangelical churches who are working for Mitt and those you know folks out in the streets, uh, New Hampshire? Did they need this boost from their guy? Yes. I mean, I gotta say, Romney. He did this in in Florida when he you know clobbered Gingrich and mm-hmm. when his back was uh, against the wall. He did it last night. I think it was extremely important to energize his own supporters as well as to win over the uh, the undecided and the weak weak Obama leaders who probably had wavered towards Obama in the last two three weeks and may now be wavering back. Now is you got to get them wave. They're wavering back, but they're not back. Right. And he now needs to really 
make the sale over the next few weeks. Well, as a longtime W.C. Fields voter, who he's famously said, I never vote for anyone, I always vote against, I found myself last night thinking maybe I could vote for Mitt Romney. If he can do that for me, Bill Crystal, there's hope for you everyone. Know, that, is, that is stunning. I hope our <laughs> listeners understand the magnitude of what you just said. And as the former I, I, we'll, uh, we'll uh, director... We'll to this too long, since you've... Uh, yeah, that, if the Romney team hears this, it could be like, hey, there's an imposter there in Michael Graham's studio <laughs> in, in, the, in Boston. <laughs> You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast here at weeklystandard.com. Bill Crystal, thanks so much for your time. Hey, my pleasure.